Well, what is up, everybody? That was the worst sounding one I've ever done. By the way, I feel like ooh, I've really settled into this might be the best day for Fairly Normal. Because Mondays I got that high live, Tuesdays Prince and the Wolf and Control of Chaos. And then Wednesday, around now, I don't got shit going on. I'm either in town, or I'm getting ready to take off. Yeah. I mean, Shaka Khan. Her vocals. So good. Tell me that you love me, yeah. I am... For sure, losing my voice a little bit. I don't mean like not being able to talk, but vocals-wise. Because I'm smoking so much weed now. Doesn't really bother me. What's going on, everybody? Sorry you had to hear that yawn. Here we are back for another edition of Fairly Normal. Um, always trying to find the right place for this phone. I should really just charge my beats. And that way, I wouldn't have to move my phone around. You know? But I don't know if you guys want to hear the whole song, or you just want to hear the beginning, or background. I think we're just going to keep rolling with the way we have been. Uh, what's up, everybody? Here we are for a Wednesday. Wow, a lot. Must be the age. A lot of self-realization going on. You know, a lot of uh, growth. Good shit, too. I, I think I'm finally going to tell you the insurance situation and the house and... The fucking scam. I won't tell you the names of the companies, but I learned something. So let me kind of give you the rundown. Ready for this shit? So Beth and I were, we had a little leak. It didn't even have a leak. It was just like a backup. Plumbing wasn't, I was like, but this is covered by homeowners. Let's call homeowners. Our homeowners guy came over. We call an insurance guy who pretended that he was our buddy. We love you guys. We'll send over our best guy. So he sends over his best guy. And his best guy tells us, hey. And he takes out this weird fucking My Old Man by Zach Brown Band. Off the Welcome Home album. This is a great song. I, there aren't too many songs that that they've written and put out that I don't like. I always, I obviously like some more than others, but like, his voice is ugh, so good. All right, um, so we call right, 
and um, guy comes over. He beep, 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 takes out a beep, 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 beep. Oh, you got moisture all over. I'm like, what? We just had uh, the toilet backed up. Beep, 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 beep. There's moisture all over the house. He had a fucking call of code red, right? So he calls over this company, and I'm not going to tell you which company it is, but I, I will tell you that I've talked to a lot of people in the, since then, and every time I mention this company's name, they go, they're a bunch of fucking thieves. I'm not going to tell you what the name of it is, but they, they're sent to your house to dry things out. And their company rhymes with Merv Pro. And I've just, since that time, only heard nightmares and overcharging about this company. So if you hear somebody telling you you should go to Merv Pro, uh, and they're bringing these giant fans to dry things out, they're just stealing your money. Here's what, Then they hire somebody to come over and test our walls for asbestos and lead. Meanwhile, we're two days in. Uh, we have these huge fans in our house that are supposedly drying things out. We have all these people coming over, but they haven't sent over a fucking plumber yet. Uh, uh, we have a plumbing problem. That should have been the first red flag for me. Is that they hadn't sent over a plumber? But you know what happens is, guys, we all are guilty of this. There's so much we don't know that in situations like this, the most of us are just good people who assume that they're not out there to fuck you. Guess what? They are. I'm just saying referrals, referrals, so important. Because if you just worked off referrals, these motherfuckers wouldn't have jobs. The, the people who came over, the I, I shouldn't uh, say the name of the company, but Scroto Pooter. So, anyways. So, we, uh, we're just getting racked with all this shit. And then the guy was like, man, we're going to have to do some work in here. But, you know, good thing in your insurance, you have great, he kept saying, you got great insurance. We got the best, so why don't we put you in a hotel? And then we'll call you when we're done. And we were like, okay, but it was just the plumbing was backed up. Like, what the fuck? But moisture everywhere. Oh, my God. New house. What the fuck? So we're talking about it with at my brother's house. And my sister-in-law was like, hey, call our friends. They went through the same thing you did. They almost lost their house. And I was like, what? So we call an independent adjuster who goes to tell us, that homeowner's insurance is a fucking scam unless you're dealing with somebody like him who knows how to read the contract, right? Basically, what they were doing, he's, he checked off all three things. He said, did they send Merv Pro over? I go, yeah. He goes, have they told you you should leave your house? I was like, yeah. And he was like, did they send somebody over to test the walls? They took a chunk out of the wall to test it? I'm like, yeah. And he was like, have they sent over a plumber yet? I said, no. He said, so what they're doing is that money that they would owe you, however much money that is. And he said, I'm looking in your... Oh, come on, Rick James. Give it to me, baby. Yo, guys. Rick James Street Songs. If you haven't downloaded this album, do it okay so serve pro he, all these people that he's sending over he was like they they're eating up the money that they would have to pay out to you they're eating up the money they're eating up your money 
So then you'll eventually have to pay in cash or pay, spend your money, and then they get a kickback from the vendors they use. Vendors overcharge, they get a kickback. And I'm like, what? And he said, yeah. He said, what are those machines doing? I go, I don't know. And he goes, do you have water all over the place? I said, no. In the meantime, Merv Pro had put a machine into our bathroom that they were like, don't go in there. The air is bad, all this shit. And I was out of town. And Beth called me. She was like, the bathroom, our bathroom is flooding now because of this machine. They mm, were putting water in to a system that was backed up. And it backed up and it flooded our bathroom. Now, Beth has text and all this shit. But here's the big sign that they know they're crooks. Ready for this? So we hire an independent adjuster and he's like, hey. Call them right now. Tell them to get the fans out of here. You don't want the machines in here another minute. So this dude, uh, who was so nice to Beth, she, he calls and she's the guy's like, Bethany. And she goes, you got to get your machines out of here. And he goes, why? Is one of them not working? I don't understand what's going on. And she goes, you got to get your machines out of here. And he paused. A long pause. And then he said, did you hire an independent jester? And she said, yes. His entire tone changed. He said, no need to contact me anymore. And he hung up the phone. Because he knew he was ripping us off. That's where they make their money. The insurance company's like, yo, I'm going to get you this. Whatever you, whatever amount you have in your contract that they are liable to pay out to you, they will eat up. So the guy told me, he was like, they were going to send you to a hotel. They were going to put these machines in. They were going to get the wall tested before the plumber even came over. And that all that money was going to be gone. And then you were going to have to pay their plumber. And he said, on top of that, they were going to rip up your house, your floors. For what? You have a backed up toilet. Why are they ripping up your floors? They haven't even sent somebody over to snake it or to put a fucking camera down there. And I was like, this is crazy. He said, they're just after your money. It's how it always works. So I'm like, what the shit? So in the meantime, I had called Scroto Pooter because we hadn't had a, a plumber. The guy comes over and he's like, he checks it out and he goes, it's $500. But if you use us, you can use it against the money. Here's how you can tell they're all crooks. It was $500 to check out the house for what they would need to do. And hear this, everybody, because I know when they come over and look at your house, they say, yeah, that's 275 bucks. Just check it out. Our, our independent justice said, tell them to come over and I'll be here. And I said, OK, he comes over and the guy's trying to collect his money. And the manager, and he comes to the fucking door, the scroto pooter guy, comes to the door with an attitude. And my independent adjuster comes in, and the guy's like, I need my money. And my independent adjuster said, I'm going to give you two choices. We'll pay you the money right now for this bill that you wrote up. But what exactly is he paying you for? For you to say what, you're go what you would do if you were on the job? He was like, I don't understand what this bill is for. And he was like, well, we did. He was like, you didn't do shit. He said, but if you're insisting on us paying, we'll pay. 
But just know, he said, I'm coming for your license at the end of this week. Or you can walk out of here, shake hands, and just pretend like it never happened. The dude looks at him, closed his notebook, and he said, I appreciate it if you wouldn't take this any further. You hear that, everybody? You hear that $500, that $250 they're trying to cha- charge you, depending on what your house looks like, just to tell you what they would do, and then they're, they're going to take that off of the fucking charge just to be a good guy? No. They shouldn't have charged you that money to begin with. They're all out to fuck you. So, what we learned is that the when we hired an independent adjuster, and our adjuster said, watch, this dude who they sent over the first time, you'll never see him again. I said, really? He goes, no. Trust me, some old white dude with white hair is going to show up to deal with me next. And sure enough, our the best guy our insurance company could send over, never saw him again. And now just some stoic white dude. You know? Just, they knew. And he said, he was dealing with a couple. Lawyers, by They are lawyers, dire straits, solid rock. Who almost lost their house because their AC had a drip and the insurance company had to move out. Tore down so many walls and lifted up so many floors. And they were out of their house, listen to me now, for a year before they called this dude. And they couldn't afford to pay for the house in the fucking hotel for a year? Who can afford that? They're out to fuck you. They're out to fuck you. They're all out to fuck you. Here's the deal. When you hire an independent contractor, they're going to take a large chunk of your money. And more than you think they deserve. Because the guy was like, look, I take 25%. And I said, that seems crazy. And he goes, look in your, I'm going to show you right here in your contract. How much did they tell you that you had? And I said, they told us we had like $60,000. He said, you don't, you get 10. And I was like, what? He goes, you have 10. 10, which they're already $4,000 into eating up. And I was like, well, get him. He said, yeah, I'm going to take 25% and I'm going to get you more than 10. It was bananas. These fucking thieves. They have a complete disregard for us. And what it's really, it's, it's like a microcosm of the world we live in right now where that is so tribal. They just care about that insurance company tribe. And they're looking out. They don't give a fuck about the millions of other people whose chests they poop on. They care about their tribe. So we get a check, finally. But the check has our name on it, my name, best name, and our mortgage company. And I'm like, oh, no. And the guy, I asked my friend, they were like, look, you got to, you, I said, I don't want to endorse this and send it to them. They're not going to send it back. Why would our mortgage company send me money back that I had sent to them? He goes, man, you thought the insurance companies were going to try to rip you off. It's going to be hard to get this money back, but you got to send it. If you don't endorse it, they're not going to endorse it and send it back to you. That's not how it works. Guys, I don't want to break down how fucking terrible they were at their job. But I talked to four different people who gave me four different answers over a month and a half about where my money was. That had my, the check that had mine and best name on it. Like they were dishing out our fucking allowance. This is the life lesson I learned. So I call this dude, the last person I talked to, and I told him straight up, you're going to hear some language out of me that I'm not comfortable with, and it's not directed at you. You just happen to work at the company that is trying to steal my money. 
and I got a real fucking problem with it. I went off, off on this guy in a way where I even apologized. I was like, I'm so sorry at the end. I'm so sorry this wasn't to you. But guess what? Four times of being nice and being pushed around and being yes-anded and being fucked, I had a check four days later that they overnighted to me at their expense. And here's what I learned. Because we were nice to all these fucking Merv Pro people and all the other motherfuckers who came in who tried to... Hey, squeaky wheel gets the grease, everybody. It, it was such a terrible lesson to learn, Block Party. This modern love off the Silent Alarm album. But like, to have to just scream at somebody in a way that I was not comfortable with, to get the results I wanted was such a crazy lesson. I generally don't like to talk to people like that. And especially the people on the phone who they're they're Again, it's tribal and their tribe is that mortgage company and they're doing what they need to do that the that the rich people up top are telling them how to rip, rip us off. It's generally not them that are ripping us off or they understand the game and they just know this is the only way I'm making my money. And it's tribal and they don't give a fuck because you are a nameless, faceless person. But what I learned is when you get in that ass... You get in that ass, mm. they may not like you, but they're responsive. And what a terrible lesson to learn. What a terrible lesson to learn that I had to be so out of line to get my own money it was terrible. And you know what else I learned this week, guys? This was one of my best. Y you know... When things haven't gone my way in this town or in life, I'm not a big complainer at all. But, like, if something hasn't gone around, like when my TV show got canceled, I had a long list of people to, to blame. Because you know what happens when you blame other people? You become the victim. And that victim card is, the victim mentality is so, it's such an easy card to play. Like, they were doing something to me. There, you. It's so easy to stand in that because you feel righteous that they did that to me. I'll shake my fist at them and get people to feel bad for me. And I'm not going to do that shit anymore because while I was worried and took time, I would say this to anybody, blaming other people or you did this to me. I, I wasted too much time with grudges and blames and we've all sat in the car and had conversations with make-believe people that you would say to them if they were standing in front of you right we've all had those yeah i'm not gonna do that anymore i i, I you know i think it was my last these last two things were really good lessons to learn but i'm not gonna do that shit anymore i'm not gonna blame other people i'm not gonna have a victim's mentality but i think part of that will change just by nature of me, look, I'm not going to be an asshole up front, but you're going to hear from me. If you're an asshole, you already do hear from me, but like in the way that I, 
with services rendered, somebody coming to my house, uh, people that I just meet. I'm so sorry, but like the attitude, the arms open attitude is a little changed because I've just grown. Everybody has, this is not a negative, really. It just is. Everybody has their own agenda, including me. I have my agenda. I know what I want. My agent has his agenda. It may not be lined up with my agenda. He's got 50 other clients. When you come up to me in the street, you have an agenda. We all, and that agenda doesn't mean bad, but you just have that. You're not, your agenda isn't what I want. You know what I mean? So it, I think that's the way we're going to change it. Like before they make me run the stones off the some girls album what a fucking great album this is but i'm not taking that victim mentality the why me or the fucking other that shit is a weak stance and i'm so sorry it's taking me so long to pop out of that you know but and i learned something else this week and this is something bigger guys this is a total diary this is a bigger thing. But I looked at how I live my life from when I wake up to when I go to sleep. And if you include coffee, um, if you include coffee, this pre-workout drink that I take basically all day, weed, and even stand-up, I'm constantly changing. I'm constantly doing things to a to change the way I naturally feel. Enhance it. I really have to look like look at that. Because I'm as soon as the coffee buzz wears off, I'm looking for something else so I don't have to feel the way that Josh normally feels with nothing in his system. It, it's it was an alarming thing that I realized, I think last night. Uh I was like because when I was going to sleep, I was thinking to myself, man, I can't wait till I get up and have some coffee. And then I started to break down my whole day. And my whole day is really geared towards the next time I can alter my reality. You know? Like, that's an, that's an addict. That's addict stuff. But, like, I have stopped weed for months at a time. And I've stopped coffee for months at a time. And... I don't really do, but like me altering my normal feelings and my normal who am I, that's the addiction. Like I must not, (laughs) I must not love normal Josh because I do not let normal Josh have a lot of, have a lot of airtime. Normal Josh is always... Uh, I think normal Josh is always on fairly normal. I'm never high or anything for the while I have been. And this is about the time of the day where I'm coming down from any kind of coffee or pre-workout. But it was an interesting realization to know that, yeah, uh, subconscious Josh doesn't let normal Josh really walk around too much. And when I am brave enough to try to figure out why that is, I'll tackle that shit. But as for right now, I'm going to keep piling um, other stuff on top of it. 
Because that one seems a little deeper than I'm willing to get into right now. Um, but I will say, uh, even with realizing that and all of that, I, I'm happy. I'm happy. All these things and I'm kind of doors that I'm opening for myself mentally. Top of the world by the All-American Rejects. But I credit this podcast and my high live where I just kind of talk and don't plan anything. And when I do that, my real me tends to come out more. And, um, yeah. So thank you guys very much for that. Oh, there's another thing I want to remind you. If you're not watching Control Chaos, please check it out. It's so much fun. And if you haven't been to Mac Weldon and bought socks or underwear or anything, guys, everything that I do is free. But I need my sponsors to feel like they're getting some love uh, or else they stop <laughs> sponsoring. And I don't have that many sponsors. And if they stop sponsoring, then I'm literally paying money to do all this content, which is like not exactly great. Right now, I basically break even. Uh, you know, give or take, mostly take. But but so if you guys, if you haven't ordered Control Chaos, if you have a friend, if you have a family member who would need some socks or some underwear, guys, now is the time to go do it. It's so comfortable, I promise you. I know it's not the cheapest stuff in the world. The underwear isn't cheap. It's not like Target socks. But they are great quality. And you're getting 20% off. And when you give somebody these underwear, I promise you, they are going to love you forever. The hoodie is so soft. The joggers are the best. Those t-shirts, so soft. My favorite socks, my favorite underwear, without a doubt. And... You're helping a brother out. Chaos, all caps, is what you type into MacWeldon.com, M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N.com. 20% off promo code CHAOS, C-H-A-O-S, all caps. Guys, it is the best thing you'll ever wrap around your penis. The best socks. Give them to your husband. Give them to your boyfriend. Give them some dude you want to fuck and just be like, hey, put these on because your dick is going to look bigger. And isn't that what we're all going for? Although I would disagree, I saw a video the other day uh, where the dude, my buddy sent it to me. I'm like, first of all, who who wants their dick to be that big? It's, I'm not going to lie to you. It's, it's, it, I, I don't want it to be like an impediment. I, and I never want to, I never want to be with someone who's being like, that's not going inside me. Well, then what am I, what? Because then you're dealing with something that just seems like not a dick. It seems like a superhero problem. I don't want superhero problems. I just want a normal dick. I feel like that's what I got. It's pretty normal. You know what I mean? It's not. It's it's not. Yeah, it's like a. And that's like what Andrew Santino said on my show. Normal dick. I actually don't know what normal dick is, but it seems normal. Seems normal. Seems like something the normal dude would have. <gasps> Machine Gun Kelly all night long. It's good stuff. 
Yeah. So, I, yeah, I, I, I think when I was, when you're young, you just want the biggest dick you can have. And then when you get older, you're like, eh. That's just like when you're young, you're like, I want to fuck for an hour. And when you get older, you're like, man, if this lasts an hour, I'm going to be really mad. You know? An hour? Oh, I don't even go to the gym for an hour. I can't think of anything I do for an hour. Even a TV show isn't a full hour. An hour? You know, I mean, at the movies, you can get up and go to the bathroom. You get Coca-Cola. Maybe some Skittles or something. Um, an hour? That sounds like a, just a bad... I My buddy once was like, I went down on for an hour. I'm like, you're doing something wrong. You're doing something wrong. An hour? Did I ever tell you guys the first time I went down on a girl, she fell asleep. And I remember, okay. So I remember, like, when I came back up and she was asleep, I remember telling my friends, I knocked her ass. I put her ass to sleep. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so good. She just fucking bang. And uh, that's not the story she told. And she said there's a big difference between being put to sleep and going to sleep. She she just went to sleep, which was not great for my rep as far as going down on people. You know, you'd be at parties and there'd be a joke or two thrown about like, yeah, if you need to go to sleep, you know, this dude, he'll put you to sleep. <laughs> but it wasn't great It wasn't great for the confidence I'm not gonna lie to you The next time <laughs> The next time I did it With a girl in high school I, I would squeeze Every now and then I'd squeeze her um, Inner thighs Or like tickle it a little bit To make sure she was awake <laughs> She was like What are you Stop it What are you and I was like I just don't want you Going to sleep on me <laughs> Hey, everybody. I hope you're coming to Michigan to see me. In a couple weeks, I'm going to be in Lansing, Grand Rapids, and Ann Arbor. You just go to ComedianJoshWolf.com for tour dates. I'm in, I'm in uh, Orlando at the end of the month. I'm in Chicago at the beginning of September. And hey, everybody. Prince and the Wolf. I'm in Boston this weekend, August 11th, with Freddie at Laugh Boston. Doing a live Prince and the Wolf. I am... Control chaos. Just give it a shot. It's so much fun. Uh, and that's it. You know, high live, the whole shit, everybody. I am more relaxed and happier than I've been in a long time. I think these decisions, I think these were a lot of things that, I, that I've been deciding to find out by myself. I didn't like about myself. And... Um, I think just by saying this kind of stuff out loud, like this thing about not being a victim and not complaining, as soon as I started to say it out loud, I could feel like something change in me. And guys, I don't want you to think that I sat here and just complained about, it's their fault, I never, that's not it. But I refuse to give them that power. And you know what? At the end of the day, my job is to do what I do and do it the best I can. I can't control anything else. I can't control anything else. And and I I I I have officially stopped 
worrying about what other comics think about me. I never really, I shouldn't say I didn't care about what the audience thought, but I never did it a joke because the audience thought it'd be funny or anything like that. I, I learned early on that that shit doesn't make for good art. And I never changed my comedy for other comics. But I know damn well I'm not a comics comic. And so every now and then I'd try to veer into doing some shit that would make me a comics comic. And it just didn't ring true. And But also, the voice in my head about other comics liking me also has low-key affected some of my comedy. And I'm not doing that shit anymore. And I know maybe it's late to the game and maybe I wasn't confident enough to really make all these self-realizations when I was younger. Or maybe this is just the age when it happens with most people. But, um... I, uh... This is all night long, by the way. Did I say that by Machine Gun Kelly? But I'm, I'm happy. And I have my moments. I have my moments, clearly. And, um... We all do. That's what we got to remember, you know, is that we all do. You know, if you knock on anyone's door in your neighborhood, they're all going to be like, life is so crazy. It is or it isn't up to you. You can lead the same life. Most of us, not all of us, but most of us can lead the same life and it can either be crazy or not crazy. A lot of it depends on how you look at it. You know what I mean? And I'm going to try to enjoy more and complain less and take it in more and rush through it less and look at the sky more and look at my phone less and talk to my wife more and talk to you guys less. Honestly, if you've seen my Twitter and my Instagram, Twitter especially, been a lot less. It's toxic. I don't want that shit in my life. And I'd rather look at her face than my avatar. And I'm really going to do my best to be a better friend and a better brother and a better just person. And so I loved this song by In Excess with that dude... Off of the Rockstar show I forget what his name was This was the only song off of that show that I loved But I fucking love this song I forget what his name was But I fucking When he played this I was like oh shit And then he brought out the megaphone I heard this dude couldn't get out of his own way though they went on tour with them, and they're like 90. This dude was probably 20. He wanted to fuck chicks and do blow, and they were probably like, that's not how we're doing on this tour. And he was like, the fuck we aren't. And they said, see ya. And I heard he, this guy, ended up going back to not getting live in his mom's basement, cliche enough. And by, and by the way, if you guys haven't listened or watched a high live yet, and some people have been asking me the best way to describe it, here's the best way you can describe it. Ready? I'm sober at the beginning. 
and you watch a person go from completely sober in an hour to go completely wasted. It's like a science experiment. All in the name of science, everybody. It ain't pretty with a pretty lazy. Come check me out on the road. Good shows. If you want me in your city, talk to your venues. And you know what else, guys? Try to enjoy it. We got one ride on this rock. And we all have ups and downs. You're not alone. You're not alone. How crazy your life is, how shitty you think your life is, how desperate you are, how good it is, how much money you need, how shitty your friends are, how sad you feel. You're not alone. And the sun's going to come up tomorrow. So come join us. Reach out. We're all here. Living the same life. Just trying to figure it out. Everybody's trying to figure this shit out. You know the only person I think that really has it nailed is fucking Leonardo DiCaprio. That dude just feels like he's living everybody's best life, doesn't he? <laughs> I love you guys. Later.